Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee caskets and cocktails will be the last ones to let you down. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. And today we have just a really fun show. We're answering listener questions. I like listener questions. I love them too. And we're kind of behind. So you guys bear with us. That's why we thought we would squeeze in no theme show. Just kind of awesome questions from our listeners. Well, we really weren't expecting so many listeners. <laughs> that's, that's true. This, I guess you, this is a good problem to have. Yeah, huh? you surprised us. <laughs> well, do you want to hop in and get started? Sure. So our first question I love, and it is from Marty Melville, and she's actually an author. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure oh, wow. how she found us, but she has written a book series called The Deja Vu Chronicles. Huh. Yeah. I think I'm going to doubt. I'm almost done with the book I'm reading now, so I think I might download her first book next, but she has like a whole series of books. I'm excited to check them out. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. But Marty, um, it sounds like she just loves history. Uh-huh. And so um, she, one of the questions that she had was, what is the strangest headstone that you've ever seen? I know like when I've gone to New Orleans, I've done the cemetery tour. I, I haven't been in as many cemeteries as you, as you have, mm-hmm. but I've seen some weird ones. Yeah. What's the weirdest one you've seen? Well, I mean, I mean there's like you said, there's a lot of weird ones out there. Uh-huh. Uh but the I don't know, there there's a a cute weird one. Uh-huh. Kind of cute, not to him I would guess. Uh-huh. But uh, this boy died and according to his date death date, he was about 32 or 34 or something like that. I can't uh-huh. remember. Uh, but it's it's a double marker. Oh, okay. And it has his name on one side, and where his wife's name was supposed to be, it says, "You cheated at games, you cheated at love, and you cheated at life, and you cheated yourself to an early death." Oh my God. <laughs> That sounds intense. <laughs> it was kind of like, rest in peace, some bitch. Yeah. You know? Seriously. She was not happy. She was one pissed off woman. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. I have never heard. That is. No. That is one vengeful grief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She didn't. She wasn't happy about this whole situation. Oh, my gosh. And, uh. But I sh- every time I hire a new person, I always take them up there and show them that grave. And to show them that, you have this puritanical view about how 
memorials are supposed to be, how monuments are supposed to be, and all that sort of stuff. Get that out of your head. Because you don't know what that old boy did that caused him to die that pissed his wife off. Yeah. You know, it's like we had that story about the time about the old boy that... uh, uh, beat on his wife. That well, th- that beat on his wife. Yeah, but yeah. he he also walked out of his girlfriend's house and oh, dropped dead. Yeah. And she had to call the wife and say, "You know, your husband's on my front porch. Would you mind moving him?" <laughs> you know, there's a story yeah. behind that gravestone, though. Oh, exactly. My that so is amazing. All of these, terrifying. all of these memorials. How old was he? Do you know? Like the, when he died. the guy that died. Yeah. The the one that left his girlfriend's house? No, no, the one with the grace. Oh, it was like thirty two or thirty four, something oh, like so that. He was young. He was a young man. Ooh. Yeah, he was a young so man. She, he was rolling hard. I would say his wife has probably a good solid forty or fifty years of anger left ahead of her. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But she put that on that marker, so she's not going to be buried beside no, him. No, She's not going to be buried beside him. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, I mean, you know, there's some weird stuff out there. Yeah. You know, and there's always somebody, some survivor, I guess you say, that wants to throw some snide curveball in there, uh-huh. whether it's, Mama didn't take care of all of her stuff, and I've got to take care of it, and I'm broke, and I don't have any money, and I've got to do all this stuff. And then they throw some snide curveball in on Mama, which Mama could have been an angel. I don't know. You know, she could have been doing all she could want to do. Now, question is, somebody is in your office, and they say, hey, I want to put... Don't rest in peace, she big old jerk. Yeah. On a gravestone. Yeah. Do you, like, try to talk them out of it? Yes. Or do you just go with it and keep your mouth shut? No, no, no. I, I always, always say, now let's, what we need to do is we need to step back. We need to take a deep breath. Yeah. We need to maybe take 30 days. Yeah. And then let's get back together. Oh, I guess when you when someone's buried, how yeah. long is it before you are able to set the the? Well, let me. I mean, it it's or? just whenever you're ready. Oh, you know, okay. whenever you're ready to do a memorial. Uh huh. And see, in our particular instance, because we do so many, mm-hmm. uh, it takes. But by the time you approve the proof Mm -hmm. because the manufacturer will send us back a computerized picture Mm -hmm. of what it's going to look like. Yeah. And then you say, now, is this what you want? Yeah. And they say, okay, yeah. So they sign it or they make the changes. Yeah. Okay. And then once we get it ready, they sign it because I'm not going to make a memorial unless they sign it. Uh-huh. Because it comes in, they've gone through all their remorse, and they think that, well, I shouldn't have said that or uh-huh. whatever. And then they say, oh, well, this says that, and I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh. And then we say, oh, hell, yeah, you did. Yeah. Here it is right here, and you signed it right here. 
And so then they have to pay us. Because, I mean, we're talking about four grand. Yeah, that's, ex- you know, that's not I, cheap. That's yeah. not a cheap mistake. No, I can't afford to just allow you to say, oh, well, I'm not going to pay for it. Okay. And it's for, we contracted for $4,000. You know, I do a 1,000 of these a, a year. Yeah. If I did that, a 1,000 times a 1,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And we all say stuff out of anger. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't. My no. husband would never uh, no. say that about me. Of course not. <laughs> never. Never. I'm too sweet to do that, you right, Daddy? You precious. <laughs> Well, that is that is a crazy uh, monument story yeah, for is. sure. And it's out there in the grave, and everybody walks by and sees it, knows that this old boy did something. Real bad. Real bad. Real and, bad. And what the one thing she left off was... Rest in peace, you son of a bitch. <laughs> she might as well have written it on yeah, exactly. there because everybody took that away. <laughs> That's exactly that. right. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to try to get a picture of that. Yeah. I, I think we need a picture of yeah, that. I'll, so, get, I'll, I'll take a picture of it and send it I'll, to I'll you. I'll have to try to figure out how to blur out his name. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I, if you don't follow us on Insta or Facebook... You better follow us because yeah, this is going up. I'm up. excited about this. <laughs> I might even have to take a trip up there and go see this myself. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. Well, um, so Marty, I hope that answers your question. Now I'm excited to download your book. Yeah. Yeah. So our next question comes from William. Okay. So William wrote in and he said that he remembers a time when he visited the Crown Hill Cemetery and he got to see John Dillinger's grave. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, he wanted to know, do you have any anyone famous that you've ever interred or do you have like a good story about a famous grave or something along those lines? Have you ever had a... A death brush with celebrities, Daddy? I've buried a lot of local celebrities. Like the weatherman? Uh, <laughs> I have. I've, I've, I've buried a lot of local TV celebrities. I've buried a lot of local bad guys. Oh. Uh, one burial, which probably is the largest burial I've ever done. Uh-huh. There's a guy named T Money. Can you say that on I guess. Well, I mean, how many T Moneys are out okay, there? There's okay. gotta be a hundred thousand. <laughs> but uh this kid, uh he was twenty two or twenty three. Uh-huh. And uh his name was T Money and his mama came in and she bought everything that she could. Uh-huh. Which God bless her, I don't blame her. And uh, I figured it all up, and she brought, she picked up the grocery bag uh-huh. off of the floor and put it on the table, and started peeling out twenties <gasps> and out tens. of a grocery bag at twenties oh, and tens and fives and Ooh. all that sort of stuff. Well, come find out, old T Money made his money. Uh-huh. Selling the dope. Oh yeah, <laughs> and hence, so, hence the the sack full of money. Yeah, <laughs> and hence the chest full of lead. Oh yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, Bless poor, his heart. 
But bless his mama's heart. But the cemetery uh-huh. was completely filled with cars. Wow. There had to have been four hundred cars there. So team money was had a to be. fun dude. He must have been a fun dude. Everybody loved him. Yeah. And he was very uh, magnanimous with his money. Well, he gave his money out yeah. pretty well, uh, indiscriminately. And uh, so he was the biggest local uh-huh. bad guy, uh-huh. I guess. That bad guy slash probably pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. We might have been friends with T-Money. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I buried a lot of murderers and... You know, all of that sort of stuff. But, I mean, that's just... Local stuff. Yeah, local yeah. local stuff. But T-Money loaded me up. And I and I, I appreciate you, T-Money. I made a little bit of money off of you. Yeah. Have you ever been to... Uh, I've never been to, like, a famous cemetery where somebody super famous has been buried. I've been to... Like I said earlier, the New Orleans one where they have the voodoo priestess. Then Savannah, there's one that has just uh, some really good history. But I haven't been to one. Oh, I guess I went to Elvis's house. Yeah, we went to Elvis's. Yeah, Yeah, when we were a kid. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, the verdict's still out if he's really out there or not. I'm just kidding. But... Have you ever been I had that to... discussion this week, as a matter of fact, really? with another woman. Yeah. Was that a question for the podcast? Is yeah. Elvis really dead? Do you know yeah, Mr. Danny? I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's a dead guy. Yeah. But have you ever been to a celeb- uh, like a cemetery that's famous for their celebrities? What's yes. that big one in L.A.? Forest Lawn. Forest Lawn. Yeah, Forest Lawn. It's got a lot of movie stars and all that stuff, musicians and all that sort of stuff there. Uh, there's one in uh, Nashville called Woodlawn uh-huh. where there's a lot of country music stars that are buried in Woodlawn. And uh, uh, I had a friend of mine that owned Montgomery Memorial Park. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, Hank Williams Sr. is from Memorial, uh, from uh, Montgomery. And, uh, you know, a lot of the songs you hear about uh, Stranger from Montgomery and uh-huh. stuff like that, that's all about Hank Williams coming from uh, Montgomery. That's cool. And uh, the, the trouble with that is when you're at a smaller cemetery, and you have a very famous like Hank Williams, and you uh-huh. have in Woodlawn like family tradition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got Woodlawn that's got all these famous country music singers there. What happens is, if you don't have security, you're not going to believe it. People go in there and they steal their markers. What? Yeah. They'll pick their markers up. It weighs 200 pounds. Oh, my God. It'll take two or three people to pick it up, 
load it up in the car, and they'll take it away. How drunk would you have to be to do that? I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, let's go down there and yeah. steal Hank Williams' uh, marker. And then when you get Lord. home, it hits you. Like, what the hell are we going to do with yeah, this? Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a super big arrest yeah, waiting you to can't, happen. You can't put it in your front yard. Yeah. You know? I mean... You gotta, you gotta do something with that it. That is really bizarre. Does it? Do people tear up the cemetery? Like, does it? Do a lot of people show up and do weird stuff by the graves? Or oh whatever? yeah, all the time. You know, there's a there was a song that this the guy sang about this millionaire dying and he was left all the money and oh, yeah. the that kids Bentley weren't. Song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, and I went by his grave today and left a six pack on his grave. Yeah. And everybody thinks, oh, well, gosh, that, what a unique idea. Well, guess what? It's not unique. <laughs> everybody does that stuff. And we have to come by and we got to go pick up all the beer and all that stuff. Now, uh-huh. that being said, I had a cemetery where uh, people would come in and ask for a specific grave. And I don't know if I've told this story or not. Uh, You haven't? But but. they would ask for a specific grave, and we would give them a map to the grave, and they would go out there, and they would Uh, pay pay their respects, and then uh, they would uh, leave. I have a feeling where this one's going. And so... we were like, uh, that guy is so popular. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. That's he has how, so many friends. That's how stupid we were. And we were thinking, gosh, he was, must have been a great guy. Yeah. And uh, so one evening, it was close to closing time. And we closed at five at that particular cemetery. Uh-huh. We closed at five because it was on the side of Missionary Ridge in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh-huh. And it was kind of out of the beaten path. So we would close the cemetery at five. We'd close the gates. We'd close, go through the Mm -hmm. cemetery, make sure nobody was locked inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be scary. Oh, and it happened. (gasps) It happened often. Okay, we're coming back to that. And so we'd lock the gates and then we'd go on our way. So um, I guess it was four o'clock or so. The cops come in and said, listen, uh, we don't want you to lock the gates tonight. And we said, why is it? Well, we got to lock the gates. Yeah, that sounds you know, dangerous. We we got to lock the gates. Uh-huh. And they said, uh, well, no, we're, uh, we're, what do they call that? Staking out. We're uh-huh. staking out a grave there. What? And I said, well, you can stake it out as long as you want to. Some bitch ain't coming up. <laughs> He ain't coming up. It ain't going to happen. What did they say to that? They said, well, they didn't didn't think it was funny. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, they didn't think it was funny. And uh, so they said, no, there's a dope deal going down. And so you were like, not in my cemetery. I said, that's what I said. You're like, I was, Team Money was a great guy. Everybody loved him. <laughs> it was a totally different story, oh. story from Team Money. <laughs> it's a different location from Team Money. But uh, he he said, uh, what we're looking for. He said somebody's going to come in there and do a pickup. Oh. And uh, I said, that don't happen in my cemetery. And this was an old historic cemetery. Right. And he said, yes, sir, it does. So I said, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll leave the door open. We'll turn off the lights, and I'll 
I'll have show you where the light is to turn on to the outside. Uh-huh. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> and so it was like uh, a really bad surprise. Party. We did this. Were you there? No, hell no. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm allergic to lead. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> and so uh anyway, they they showed up and in the course of the evening the picker uppers or dropper offers showed up and uh dropped off at this particular grave and that's the grave that everybody had been coming to visit. Oh my God. And what had happened was they would put drugs in the guy's vase, uh-huh. flower vase, uh-huh. and they would put money in the flower vase uh-huh. and take the drugs. Huh. And then the other guy would come back and pick up the money. Why wouldn't he? I mean, why can't you just take the drugs and run? Take I, your own I, money. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know much about that. that. I have no idea. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, it really makes you wonder. Like, I hope no drug dealers are listening to this because <laughs> I feel like that is a great, <laughs> a idea. great idea. <laughs> like, if I was a drug dealer, I would really be taking notes right now. Well, but luckily, I'm not. Yeah, well, I'm too, I'm too suburban, uh, <laughs> kindergarten mommy to <laughs> to attempt that lifestyle. <laughs> well, I, you know, it was just a, an odd experience. Yeah, totally. You know? And and the police didn't play. Yeah. You know, I mean, they didn't play. It was c- kind of like when they found the skull, which oh, is God. a different story. Oof. Uh, Go back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that was, those were two of our listeners' questions. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we have another question, and I think it's a good one. Okay, hang in there. We'll be back. Hello, Dan and Katie. This is Strange Talk Podcast. I'm a huge fan of your guys' podcasts, and I listen to every single episode that you guys had so far, and I love it. I love your guys' chemistry, and Dan, you're awesome, and Katie, you're amazing. And I'm not going to lie, Dan, you kind of made me tear up a little bit on the episode when you talked about what kind of made you tear up, and I was kind of tearing up with you a little bit. But I have a question for you guys. Can a cemetery run out of room? And if it can, what do you do in that situation? You are awesome, Daddy. Hey, and you're amazing. <gasps> Thank you. You're, you're so sweet. And we think that Strange Talk podcast is awesome and amazing, too. Yeah, it is. And what a good question. Now, they're Canadian, aren't they? I- I'm not sure. I'll have to go and he look. Kind of sounded Canadian. I, I really I like his voice. I've listened to his too. podcast before, and uh, yeah. I was kind of excited he called in. Yeah. I know I follow them on social media, and um, uh, I think they follow us as well. So that always makes it fun to have someone who is not. I mean, they're kind of our friend, but I I'm excited that they called in, and yeah, it was I a great too. question. It was a great question. Yeah. So. Um, Can a a cemetery run out of room? I assume the answer is yes. People ask that question all the time. Yeah. And the answer is yes. And what do you do? Okay. Now, there are three different types of cemeteries. 
that people use. Okay. They use country cemeteries, uh, country church cemeteries. Okay. They use city cemetery, county cemetery type cemeteries. Mm -hmm. They use perpetual care cemeteries is what I'm familiar with. Yes. Okay. Now, when a perpetual care cemetery runs out of room, that means you've paid in a percentage. In our particular case, it's 15% of the price of the cemetery lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Into a irrevocable trust fund. Okay. Which means it you can invest it and you can build it up all you want to. All you can use is the income off of that trust to maintain that cemetery. Okay. So let's say I go crazy and I go to the Caymans. Okay. This oh. does not sound implausible. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, as you well know, it is not implausible. I've gone crazy and I've gone to the Caymans. <laughs> but uh, uh, the state can come in. Take over your cemetery, mm-hmm. take over your trust funds because they can't be liquidated, uh-huh. and they can use that income to provide maintenance for your cemeteries. Okay. Also, a lot of cemeteries do not prearrange funeral uh, uh, opening and closings, mm-hmm. so they can use the opening and closing fees to help pay pay for the maintenance. They can use the trust funds to pay for the maintenance. Mm-hmm. And if anything happens above that, mm-hmm. then the state will have to step in and pay for that. Huh, but you're assured of maintenance. Forever. Forever. Forever and ever. Okay, well, that's now, good. Now, city and county cemeteries, okay. they're covered by... Uh, taxpayers. Now, is that like where you see veterans buried, or is that something different? No, that's totally different. Oh, okay. That's totally different. That's federal government veteran cemeteries. Okay. Okay? Now, there's a lot of cemeteries in the VA system. Uh Okay? Uh, Georgia has several. Uh, The second largest in the system is in Chattanooga, Mm -hmm. and they do... I'm wanting to say twelve hundred a year. Oh wow! It's a huge amount. Yeah. Okay, but that's a totally different deal okay, because so it's covered by the federal government. Okay, the city and county is federal is covered by the city and county taxpayers. Is that very popular though? I don't know if I've ever seen a city or a county. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they are. They're very popular are they full, because are they cheaper or something. Because they've been around 1890, 1880, 1870. And I'm going to be buried by my great, great, great granddaddy. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. And they bought 45 lots. Yeah. You know, that's $1.50. Exactly. Yeah. And what happens is in those, as far as maintenance is concerned, a lot of times they use prisoners. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they get you, those at our parks. They get the mm-hmm. county out to, mm-hmm. or the city out, and they put them in the uniforms, and they mm-hmm. have them weed eat and mow and all that sort of stuff. They maintain those yeah. those uh, graves. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the last 
is the worst of the bunch is the church cemeteries, family cemeteries yeah. in the county. They always look because, a pitiful sometimes. Sure, because when the church in that county out in the country, the kids move into the city, uh-huh. they they're population dwindles Uh they can't afford to do it anymore Mm -hmm. and they they go out of business yeah and then you're just like your family members are just like bingo out in a shabby field right so that i mean there's one kind of like close to where we live and it's I scary. saw, like, the wall was kind of falling down. It, it freaked me out. And well, I was thinking, who takes care of this place? It's, well, it's the thing crazy. about it is, is you've passed by a hundred cemeteries and didn't know they were there. In that, when you're going down a country road, yeah. and you've got farmland, and out in the middle of a farm, you see this big stand of trees Yeah, that's about two acres. Uh-huh. That's a cemetery. Really? That has gone out of business, family cemetery, uh, country church cemetery, uh-huh. it's gone out of business, and roots of the trees have just grown up. Yeah, and that's yeah. the cemetery. Oh man! You know, it's like uh, I had a cemetery one time that had a hidden slave cemetery. Really? Yes, and it was way back in the woods. And the woods had covered it up, and the the ivy had covered it all up, and uh-huh. everything was nasty. And so we discovered it. Uh-huh. We got in touch with an African-American church, uh-huh. their teen group, uh-huh. their uh, youth group, uh-huh. came over and helped our groundsmen, uh-huh. and we worked on several weekends wow. cleaning it up, cleaning it all up. And what happened was, you know how we have memorials today right. or monuments and uh-huh. all that stuff. Well, these were slaves. They didn't have any money. Yeah. And when they buried a slave, they put a rock oh my on gosh, the head. And they kind of scratched the name or the date on the rock. And so it was so important for these kids from this church to be involved right. because it was, one, it was their history. Right. But it was, two, about helping renew their history. Right. Oh. And uh, there are slave cemeteries all over the North uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the South. Right. And it's a project that needs to be addressed by every single community. Yeah. To get this done and done right. Sounds like everybody deserves respect, you know. And everybody, everybody does everybody respect. Everybody deserves respect. And what an awesome thought to kind of leave on. Um, I, I love that. And I love that that initiative kind of went on. And that, you know, hopefully they their little souls had a breath of relief after that i think that's just awesome well you know you don't know how how it affects kids in the long run right you know when they when they touch history and they face their past yeah it 
can be transformative. Ah, that's awesome. I love it. And um, thank you for the question. That was it. Yeah, was that a was really, great. I hope he's not tearing up at now. I know he's sensitive. I, I, w- I wasn't planning on going that way, but I mean, I'm glad you asked me that question. <laughs> oh, wow. So, guys, I, I just... And thankful for that story, but we are also very thankful for you. Um, this show would not happen without you guys. We really, really depend on you. And I don't know if you knew this, Daddy, but most people find out about a podcast from a family member, a friend, a coworker, really? a friend of me, whoever it is. The most of the time when they find out about a podcast, it's because someone told them about it. Really? So, do us a huge favor and tell somebody today about caskets and cocktails. Tag us and post on social media. We love it when you tag us. Um, We do a lot of reshares. We is in me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I do a lot of reshares. So, let us know you're listening to us. You know, put us in an Instagram story. Tag us. We will talk to you. I'll talk to anybody that tags us. Um, But we just really appreciate it. Keep those questions questions coming. I thought today was really fun just getting in and answering some questions and kind of stepping away from our themes for a minute. Now, wait a minute. I've got one more thing to add. Okay. This is my second birthday. What? This is my second birthday. Two years ago today, I had quadruple bypass (gasps) surgery. Oh my gosh. Please take the time to see your doctor, to get a, a, a heart check, to to see a diabetician, uh, to see whatever you can see about getting heart healthy, because they call it the silent killer for a reason. Yeah. Because when I got out of the hospital, the doctor said, "Mr. Faulkner, you had thirty days, and that was it." Wow. So please, please, we want you around as a listener for a long, long time. Tell all of your friends, if you like us, tell all of your <laughs> friends about us. If you don't like us, don't t- don't say a word. Okay. Well, Daddy, I, I certainly am glad you're still here. You kind of scared us a couple of years ago, and I'm sure the listeners are glad you are still here as well. And I'm glad I'm still here. Because in the in the cemetery business, we say it's better to be seen than viewed. Ooh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> and with that, guys, remember, caskets and cocktails will always be the last, last ones, ones to, to let, let you down. down. Hey guys, Kenny Levert here. I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy. And I'm Daniel Faulkner, the prodigal son. I emerged from the forest. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Caskets and Cocktails. Welcome everybody. And clearly we have an extremely special guest. 
What's up, dudes? So, this is my brother and Mr. Danny's son, Daniel. Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. Nice to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we have some awesome stories today, and it's really going to include some memories from you, right, Dee? Yeah, I figured we could take a walk down memory lane today. I <laughs> love it. Um, so, before we get started, one thing I do want to say is we were just talking right before this, and... Um, Daniel was telling me about how one of his co-workers is a listener, and um, she had texted him and basically asked why I have such a thick accent, and Daniel doesn't. I've, and I still am uh, perplexed by this because I'm pretty sure everybody listening is like, whatever, he totally does, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> what happened, Daddy? She was raised right. That's right. And I think you take after your mother. Oh, yeah. well, that's why I'm the prodigal son. I've been, <laughs> I've been away finding myself. And now... <laughs> yes, he, he found himself. In and South wife, Georgia. And a wife yeah. and two kids. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. keeps finding things. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, welcome to the Caskets and Cocktails party. We Thanks, are so dudes. excited to have whoop, you. Whoop, whoop. So, um, we get a lot of questions, right, Daddy, about kind of our family life and our dynamic and how we work, how we're involved in the industry, that sort of thing. So, I myself took a different path other than death care, and um, so did you, Dee, right? I did. I did indeed. So, we don't work in death care, but we have so many stories and so many memories from it. Yeah, we do. Um, I... What's something that really kind of stands out? Do you have like a, a specific memory that kind of hangs out? So when I was a kid, I don't know, uh, 12, 13 years old, maybe, what was I, 10? Yeah, 10. 10, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was me, you, and granddaddy, and we all sat around for maybe about a week and built a really cool soapbox derby car. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. That. That's cool. And it had a handbrake on it, and so the Wait, handbrake. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Are you are you talking about one that you like sit in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like a big that. is a big wooden like box. I feel like I have not even been part of our lives. <laughs> Why do I feel like every story is like blows my mind? <laughs> well, yeah, as is this is like a big wooden box with and the handbrake. Like I know you're thinking like there was something to stop the wheels, but it wasn't. It was just a stick that I sort of pulled, <laughs> and the stick drugged the ground. So. And if you think back, the big wooden box was very similar to a casket yeah well that's why it was so easily built by y'all <laughs> so uh anyways yeah so we built that we worked on that for like a good week and a half and then um you took it up to the to the cemetery and there was this huge hill in the cemetery and oh my gosh, I, I remember that where, um like our grandparents are buried. Yeah, that's on top. right. Yeah, that's right where uh, okay. Mamu's buried on that big hill. Mamu's our grandmother, by the way. And uh, so, anyways, we would start on the big hill, and I mean, it was steep. So I'd get going. <laughs> that and, hill is intense. Yeah, and there'd be people getting buried right next to us <laughs> while I'd be like screaming down this hill. Woo! <laughs> I thought that I thought that would build character. Oh my god! <laughs> and this was before 
before the day of helmets, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no helmets. Only sissies yeah. wear helmets. Only yeah. sissies wear helmets. Yeah. Sissies and my clients. So, FYI, yeah, I have um, a little boy who's doing Boy Scouts. And Soapbox Derby is like this tiny little car that you carve out of wood these days. And then you shoot it down a hill. It does not involve bodily harm yeah, we, whatsoever. We put humans in these. <laughs> <laughs> and we went real fast. Yeah. In a cemetery. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, he had to build clientele. So. <laughs> with his own child. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I'm flying down this hill with a little handbrake trying to drag it on the ground trying to stop screaming because because I'm careening straight for the uh, for the oh office building God. right in front. I mean, it's coming up fast, but luckily, thank God, there was a there's a flat spot where I sort of planed out. <laughs> yeah, but you're okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you're yeah, not yeah. that much worse for the wear. No, only a little bit of arthritis and all the joints that I broke, but I'm good. <laughs> oh my goodness! So that is an incredible memory, and. Um, I sort of feel like I have no idea that that ever happened. I don't see how in the world. (laughs) (laughs) We had to really talk you into it. (laughs) And I kept saying, Dad, are you sure this is a good idea? And it would go, yeah, it's good for him. Good for him. (laughs) So basically we have a a genetic line of bad decision makers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, it's all right. (laughs) You know what? It's okay. I love it. I'm glad that I'm married someone a little bit more with a, a stable head i know he's he's the one if i do something he's like what are you doing i'm like this is totally normal so i guess i see now well what one of the things that i think also stands out in daniel's mind is that our head groundsman ed uh-huh. who was a quite an outdoorsman yeah. He had he carried a rifle with him. He was in awesome. his truck and all this stuff. He's quite a hunter and all this sort of thing. And he had a little chihuahua, a small chihuahua. <laughs> a beast and, of a dog. Oh, and the, this was a great big man. Uh-huh. And he was quite an outdoorsman and he always carried his he brought his dog to work every day. Uh-huh. And uh he called it a bear dog because <laughs> it was barely a dog. Oh, that's but, cute. Uh, Daniel and I would go down to this, they called it a river, and we'd go down, and it was like a creek, and we'd mm-hmm. fish. And uh, Who was they? Was it like? The people would, I mean, people called it a, a, a river. river. Okay, okay. Chickamauga River. Okay, okay. And uh, it was really a creek. Okay. And uh, so... Daniel looked at me and said, Daddy, Daddy, look at there's a snake. And we looked and there was a big, huge copper. <gasps> yeah, it was a big one. Oh my goodness. And he had he had gotten a frog by the back end. Stop it. And he saw us and we saw him. Uh-huh. And he was more scared of us than we were of him. Oh my god. And uh he was he kept diving down. But the frog would puff up with air, and it'd pop him <laughs> back him up. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd the pop frog's him back like, up. not today. Not today, <laughs> Copperhead. I remember that. And I remember him popping back was up. Going, that was crazy. He was saying, well, what do we do? What do we do? I said, go run, get Ed right now. Tell him to bring his rifle. Uh-huh. And so he did, and Ed came running down there with the rifle. And the frog, the frog was there, the snake was there, and they kept bobbing up and down. <gasps> 
And Daniel looked at Ed and Daniel said, shoot him. <gasps> well, Ed got his gun and he was, I'll get, he was probably 20 yards away. Uh-huh. He was further, he was at the top of the hill. He was a long way away. Yeah. And he shot that rifle just as the frog and the snake popped Stop out of the water. Stop it. It went through the frog <gasps> and through the snake's head. Oh. It was a perfect shot. It was perfect. Perfect. It couldn't have been any better. Now, we don't, we, we have talked about how we love good snakes. Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Copperheads are not one of them. Yes. No, that's going to that's gonna kill somebody. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for all those animal lovers out there, we do love animals, and we love snakes, too, right. but yeah. we do not love copperheads. You should, you should oh. see my son. He, he carries around three or four lizards at a time. <laughs> <laughs> We're an animal-loving family, but yeah. oh, my goodness, I cannot it, believe that shot. Well, Was he a sniper or something that, in his... In the day, I, he or did he just show he, up without much of a resume? He didn't talk <laughs> much about his past, yeah. And I didn't ask a lot of questions, yeah. Anybody that can shoot like that, you don't question them much. <laughs> but to tell you, he took the snake, he went out and got the snake, he skinned it, mm-hmm. cured the snake, cured the snake skin, uh-huh. and Daniel, I still have it 25 years later. Still has that snake skin. Sorry, I stole wow. your ending. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's okay. Your He's si- new your to sis- this. Your yeah. sister, He's new to this, right? Your sister normally does. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, so uh, speaking of the uh, bear dog, uh, I know a guy who uses his uh, chihuahua and puts it in a cage to go uh, alligator hunting, and he'll put it in the cage. Get the alligator, get the dog barking, and the alligators will come to eat oh, the dog. Wow. <laughs> He'll catch the alligators that way. We run in a little bit of different crowds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's South Georgia versus North I Georgia. Did, yeah, I did tell yeah. you I came out of the woods. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just love both of those memories. I think yeah. those are just awesome. I tell you what, I am always amazed at kind of. When we get together as a family, what we reminisce about and what we talk about. And I know a lot of folks at home, they email us all the time and kind of want to know about what our family life was like. And um, I jokingly say, like, we grew up, literally, we grew up in the cemetery. I know that you and I both have Mm -hmm. slung weed eaters in the cemetery. We've uh, mowed and done all sorts of stuff. Where did you learn how to shoot guns? That's what in I was the about cemetery. to say. Yeah. <laughs> On the same note, yeah. yeah. We we dad got us a, our first four ten shotgun and then the Walther PPK because it was the same gun that uh James Bond shot, so he wanted to get that. So we learned how to shoot the uh the pistol and the shotgun in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And Katie was actually a better shotgun shot than <laughs> any of us were. She was. She was. I remember and I thought I was such a big deal. Because we put we put the uh the milk jug filled it up with water a ways away and Katie was still blasting it away. <laughs> So uh, this is just like a sneak peek into some of our family life. And we are so (laughs) blessed and lucky 
to have such an amazing family. And thank you, Daniel, for being oh, here yeah. today. Well, thanks for having me. I hope me. that you'll come back on. Yeah, I definitely will. I feel like sometimes we have to um, wrestle our family members. I know when we had our first special guest, Miss Jeannie. Yes. She was not excited about coming on. Well, don't you know? She loves being, she loves listening to the show, but it's kind of <laughs> hard. Well, don't you know all of the people out there that are listening to us saying, Damn, what a weird family. I know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like a weirder Kardashian family. Yeah. That's how I picture it. With our cl- with the clothes on. Yeah. And no. a whole lot more broke. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were weird Kardashians that wear clothes. Yeah. And aren't billionaires. Yeah, right. Yet. Yeah, 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 we're yeah. on our way. Yeah. We're on our way. We actually... To, to be more specific, we have earned so much money mm-hmm. doing this that we were able to pay for a website. Yes. It's so the, we have a new website. Absolutely. If you have not checked it out, be sure to go out there. It is www.caskettsandcocktails.com, and it's awesome. You can see our latest Instagram feed, our latest Twitter feed. You can um, listen to the latest episode as well and see all of the amazing platforms that our podcast is at. Um, And also, you'll get to see some great information about how you can donate to the show. I don't think we're going to become billionaires off of this. I hate to break it to to this claim, but... I had already ordered a Rolls Royce. We're going to have to get a lot more (laughs) Patreon donations. But there is a spot where you can donate to help support the show. And we just do stuff like get a website, buy stickers, you know, just really fun stuff to help support the show but you guys also what supports the show is killer trace so if you guys hang on for just a second we have a lot more really fun uh stuff to talk about in just a minute 